Hi, I'm Amber Harper, host of the Burned In Teacher Podcast, a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, just like the podcast you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of the individual hosts. Be sure to check out our other podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com and get ready because the learning begins in three, two, one. Welcome to Shooks and GIF. This is Season 3, Episode 5. In this episode, we talk about a few updates to Google Sites, audio in Google Slides, finally, a quick trick to mute sound and videos, a few different accessibility tools, and a new feature in Chromebooks. Welcome to Shooks and GIF, the podcast where we share edtech treasures we love. Each week, we'll share a tool, podcast, tip, or trick with you, our listeners. We are your hosts, Kim Polishuk and Jen Giffen. Let's give it a go. Hey, Kim. Hey, Jen. Uh, so it's really snowy here in Ontario. Do you know how you know when a snowman is angry? How do you know when a snowman is angry? He melts down. <laughs> That's cute. That's cute, right? That's cute. Oh, my gosh. How are you? Oh, my gosh. Do you think maybe we could talk for longer than 33 seconds today? Oh. Our last episode was so short. Yeah, but it was kind of fun to edit because it was like really easy to edit. <laughs> Kim does all our editing. Thank you, Kim. You're very welcome. Um, so yeah, it was it was a quick one. I kind of like, I would love some feedback. Do people like the shorter episodes? Because Kim does. <laughs> <laughs> I I do listen, as I shared before on the show afterwards, although I, I only listen to part of the short one because with a shorter commute now, I find it hard. I'm really having to call a lot of my um, my podcast listening, but that's okay. Um, I find other times and I thought it was too short. I was like, oh, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like we ripped people off. <laughs> For I all feel, the money they pay. I, I feel like people thought, okay, got that done. Move on. Okay. So maybe they did. Do you like the shorter episodes? I know that I, when I see people who have really long episodes, like if it goes over 45 minutes, I often like, no, sorry, I can't and skip it unless like, or I skip through parts of it and that, yeah. So maybe let us know. Please let us know. and Giffers. <laughs> All right. Well, in the spirit of not taking too long. Okay, let's get to it. We got a Flipgrid message. Yay. Yay. So we got a message from one of our fellow York Region District school boardians. Where do we work exactly? That's where we were. I was trying to figure out how I was going to end it. School boardians? Is that what we can say? Sure. Alexis Wilson, who works at Parkview Public School. And along with her was her adorable little Emmett and Blake. Her sons were with her who were so so cute. And she was talking about um, how she's noticed because she's sort of binging through our um, our episodes. She noticed in the last few that she'd listened to, we talked a lot about microphones and how we got the new mic and how um, I had the cue ball that I wanted ISTE. <laughs> and we always use our super fancy high tech microphone. Until this season. Yeah. Um, and she wanted to know if she wanted a classroom mic, mm -hmm. what should she do? Because she really likes the idea of accessibility. So she just wants a mic for her classroom that she can sort of put out there and so that kids can listen. So if she, I guess she needs to talk over students or for the accessibility for students who have hearing impairments. And I don't really know a whole lot about mics in that context. So she did say, you may not know, but you have a bigger PLN. So if you could ask your listeners, so we're asking the listeners. Yeah, um, I don't, I also don't have experience with it. My instinct would be to use uh, a, an iPhone ear, earbuds, just like we did. The only thing is, you're plugging that into the earphone 
Yeah. And then you can't hear if you need to hear sound. Otherwise, you have to listen to it. Yeah. Well, and she wants it, I think, to project in her class, like almost like like an actual microphone into an old boom box. I don't think it's for recording oh, in something like this. It was how I understood. And Alexis, please correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, in that would, case, you know the ones that hang around the neck? Yeah, those would be amazing. Do you know what they're called? I'm going to cough for this entire episode. I'm really oh my sorry. gosh, I have a bad cough too. I don't have a cough. I have like asthma cough. Like I don't have asthma, but after I get a cold, I get tightness in my chest. Okay. And I have to wait. I, have to, I mean, there's medicine I can take. Who has time for that? Who has time for medicine? So I'm sorry for coughing. Okay, that's okay. Anyway, yeah, she wants something, I think, to be able to speak so that when she's delivering lessons, everyone hears. I would imagine if you speak to the tech department or if you talk to whoever is running the AV team at your school, they might have, I think, just a regular microphone. Cosmo Music. Hit up Cosmo Music and see what you can find. Well, I love the ones with, whenever we're at a conference and I go into a classroom that ones. has the ones that just hang around your neck. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. When you have a student that has auditory learning issues, you often have that because they have the claim for it and you wear it as the teacher. Yeah. But I find my voice goes mm -hmm. if I'm doing workshops it's just, you know, universal design. What's good for one is good for all. Yep. I think teachers should have microphones. I do too. Like the Britney Spears microphone. Oh my gosh. I need to find that picture of you and put it in the show notes. I am Kim. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious You too. will listen. Um, I think we've talked about it on the show before. Have Kim, we? Yeah. A couple years ago when Kim and I were running our local ed tech event, um, Kim and I were excited. There were like 400 people it's in the audience. Proud, like, proud, proud we were, moment. We were, we were really excited. We were proud. Yeah. And... Kim started talking and because she was so excited, forgot maybe she had a mic and started yelling into the mic. And so I always tease her. I'm like, I am getting you a listen. <laughs> it's like she all of a sudden found her death metal spirit. <laughs> so Jen is introducing me this weekend at an event we're going to. And she said, don't worry, I promise to be uh, very subdued and monotone <laughs> and shout into the microphone. I am Jen. You will listen. You will listen. This is Kim. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So back to Alexis more Alexis. Yes, sorry. Tangent. Sorry. If you have an idea for a mic or if you know what those mics that hang around your neck are and where you can get them in Canada, please give us a shout. Flipgrid, ping us, tweet at us, stop us in the halls of the schools we're in, whatever. Mail we, us a letter. Mail us. Oh my gosh. Mail us a letter. That would be amazing. Snail mail. What's what address? You can send it to my school, 201 Yorkland Street in <laughs> Richmond Hill, L4S1A2. I hope I get a letter. I will die. Oh, oh, do you remember the t-shirts? We didn't talk about the t-shirts. Oh, the t-shirts. <laughs> do it. Do well, it. I was, I was thinking because if you said if someone sends it. Oh, my someone, gosh. So last episode. Last episode. Last episode, I revealed my childhood nickname because my brother couldn't say Kimberly. He called me Kiki. And then Jen said, Kiki Shooks. That's what I have to call you. Somebody make a t-shirt. Kiki Shooks. And somebody did. Somebody totally made a t-shirt. He made four, in fact. So Jason Wigmore, thank you so much. Oh my gosh. He designed four t-shirts. The first one says, keep calm and let Kiki Shooks handle it. That's what I do pretty much on a daily basis when we're together. The next one says, it's a Kiki Shooks thing. You wouldn't understand. I do like that one. I love that one. Oh, sorry, I skipped one. Warning, this t-shirt is exclusive for Kiki Shooks. I like it. And just Kiki Shooks with a speech bubble. speech bubble. I liked that one. I like the color of it. I think it's really funny. So thank you for making those t-shirts. Oh my gosh, they were amazing. And then he even hashtagged it, Kiki Shooks. <laughs> Everyone hashtag. I'm going to make something. I'm going to write something down here. Kiki Shooks. Again, your Kiki Shooks uh, merchandise can be sent to 201 <laughs> Yorkland Street in Richmond Hill. Yeah. Um, Don't make me we also have a very new listener. <laughs> 
Can we give a little shout out to little baby yes. AJ? Hi AJ. Hi AJ. So my uh, my mentee in the Google Innovator program, Steph Howell, so cute, had um, had a little baby. And his name is AJ, and she was listening to a podcast and snuggling him and sent us a picture. And so sorry, fans, he's my favorite. <laughs> so cute. EdTech? EdTech. Let's do it. All right. We had some really good updates coming out in the last week and even today. Mm -hmm. I actually put a bunch of our stuff on in the last, like, two days. Yeah. The ones that I chose to share. Yeah, I added one today, actually. Mm -hmm. um, really excited for the drop-down boxes in Google Sites. Collapsible, collapsible text boxes. Don't need to get into it. Just go and check out your insert menu. You're going to see it. It's going to be right on top of table of contents. So it's going to be right there. And the other update to sites that came out today is right-to-left language support. Yay. So Hebrew. I know. It's like the Hebrew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Arabic. Yeah. Um, Japanese? Sure. I just know Hebrew. Yeah. And when I say I know Hebrew, I mean I don't. But you do. But I do. Got it. Like I don't speak or read a word no. of it, but. I have an itty bitty. Okay. Oh, this is a massive itty bitty. Oh my gosh. When you tweeted it, I was so sad that you had seen it. Like, oh, I was. Kim has been crying about this on episodes and it's here finally, my yes, friends. I saw it. I used it. Audio in Google Slides. Yes. It's back. So it's not only me who has it anymore. You're not the only you one. You can use it and you can use it and you can use it. Yeah. So yeah, it's great. Let's go to the insert Kim, menu. Go ahead. It's, it's, I know, Kim's I like want, literally getting here. No, but I want, I want more. You, what do you want? Of course I want more. Um, I know. I feel like looking at a gift horse in the mouth, man. <laughs> like I've, I've wanted it for I so long. I want the sound. I've had it for 24 hours and now I want more. But you also said that. You said, and I know I when I get it, I'm going to make more I did more say requests. that. I did say that. No, the sound is good. Uh, it definitely works. I like that you can you can say uh, start automatically or start on click or end when you change the slider, keep it going. But what I would like to be able to do is say, I would like this music to run or this audio to run for slides four to eight. And then on slide nine, I would like another audio. I totally, totally agree with that sentiment because that, when I did get it, I was like, oh, this is good. But the way I would use it, I want to, I want to say that. I want to say, okay, these slides need this, especially the music piece. Mm -hmm. So it's, it is. Thank you, Google. Thank you. Thank you. We, Don't hate me. We want more. <laughs> it, it is not a for the love. It, I mean, it is not. It is not. <laughs> not yet. The For the Love was audio and slides. Yeah. And they did it. And we are grateful. Mm -hmm. And then there's just, you know, we are always looking for more. And they love to iterate at Google. Yeah. So, so maybe one day. It'll come, I'm sure. I have another itty bitty. Yeah. Is this the one you don't think I know? Because I don't know. No, not this one. Okay. No. Carry on. Um, I was just playing around watching YouTube, watching Netflix, and I just noticed that when you press M, it uh, mutes it. Open up a YouTube video. I, I'm going to. And I'm going to go to the one that I always do. <laughs> I don't want to mute, Justin. We're dancing. Let's try the end button. Okay. I did not know that. That's a good little keyboard It was trick. an accident. I think my hands just moved on the keyboard. And, but it works on Netflix. It works were you on leaving, YouTube. Were you leaving a comment in Justin Bieber's baby featuring Ludacris official music video comment section? I was not. I was actually <laughs> watching Netflix at the time, and I probably went to press the space bar to pause. And I pressed There's another one accident. if you don't know that. YouTube oh. and Netflix. I do it all the time. Space, space, bar, space bar, bar to pause. Yeah. Um, 
but I, I did that and then I thought, oh, I wonder if this also works in YouTube. And it does. It's funny, I've always gone to the speaker icon and clicked that in the bottom. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> We're going to get copyright infringement notifications. Aren't we? Um, no. Uh, no, I don't think we have that big of a <laughs> listenership. I don't think Bieber's coming after us. I don't even think he's in Canada right now. But if he is, Bieber, 201 York Street, which you know. <laughs> you can bring your wife. I just like, I think it'd be amazing if I met Bieber. Okay. Um, so I do that, or sometimes I will do the right click the tab, which is one I love. Have we talked about that? Right click the tab to mute. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. If you haven't heard that tip, when you have a bunch of tabs open in Chrome, if you right click, click one, you can mute that tab. I love it so that if I'm playing music uh, in any circumstance in a classroom or in a workshop and I have music playing while I'm showing a slide deck, let's say, or another resource, instead of flipping over and seeing Justin Bieber's great dance moves. Look how much he's changed. I know. He's just so little. It's, this is the Bieber I love. Although I, 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 love, his, I love his new song with Sheeran. Oh yeah, older doesn't be really hot. Like there's no denying yeah. that. Okay. Anyway, I go to the tab and then I would right click so you don't actually have to click over. Because when you're playing with students, they're gonna be like, oh, let's watch that video, I'll go to this one instead. So it just takes away the distraction. Okay, so the way you just spoke right now, if anybody is listening to us oh. at like twice the speed, never gonna I can't even that's like a dog noise that's gonna <laughs> break windows. I'll let you know because I How high and how fast you just spoke. I am sorry. I will slow down. <laughs> All right, you had a, okay. Okay, ahead. have you seen this? This is a new Chrome extension. It was shared uh, to me, well, to a group that I'm in, the Sons of Technology group um, on Twitter. It's mostly uh, educators from California, mostly male educators actually from California. And it's the, it was shared by Joe Marquez and you can find Joe Marquez on Twitter. He's a great follow. He's at Joe Marquez, M-A-R-Q-U-E-Z 70. So he shared this new Chrome extension called Immersive Reader Chrome Extension. So if you know anything about Microsoft products, you'll know that the Immersive Reader is built in. Why are you making that face? You'll see soon. Okay. So Immersive Reader is built in to their product. It works very much like Read and Write, which yeah. we've talked about before. Um, but this actually makes it really accessible and free because you can't use all of the things in Read and Write. If I'm going to use this for the purpose I'm about to share, this is the one I'm going to over read and write. And I'm a huge read and write fan. You're talking about on the web? On the web. Correct. Yeah. So. Just had a workshop on this yesterday. On Immersive Reader? Yeah. Cool. Okay. So this extension was created by Riley, who is, incidentally, the co-creator of Pear Deck. <laughs> he created it one night, apparently using the open API Microsoft what that might I don't get that stuff, I don't yes. understand what that means um the extension he, he wanted to make sure we knew was um is by him it's no affiliation with Pear Deck or Microsoft he just thought it would be a quote fun project because that's what you do on a Friday night he's nerdy like us he's our people um hi Riley from Pear Deck so this isn't the one that I saw yesterday then I saw something that was associated with Microsoft Correct. but but this works the exact same way so yeah. what happens you download the extension and then you can go to any website although I haven't got it working on ironically Google products so I, <laughs> I can't get it working on uh, Google Docs or on a Google site but if I go to any website and I highlight any text and then right click it now in my options adds the help me read this. Mm. And when I click help me read this, it opens in the same window and it looks exactly like Microsoft 
immersive reader. So in that, for those of you who don't know, you can increase text size, you can change the font, you can change the colors for contrast, you can um, separate parts of speech, you can translate to different languages, you can give the line focus, which I love. So if you have a student who really can't focus beyond you, like that yeah. screen mask in yeah. Google Read and Write, and it's all there. I really like it. I just like the simplicity of it. That's really good. The, the one that I saw yesterday from Microsoft, mm -hmm. Um, has the same similar icon, I yep. believe, right in the URL bar. So it does yep. the exact same thing. You just without the right click and yep. but but good. this like, works this everywhere, not just Microsoft. Great. So yeah, it's called the Use Immersive Reader on websites, and the link will be in the show notes. I love it. Cool. Well, since we're talking about Microsoft, let's do it. I would like to show you something, Jen Giffen. I like seeing things. Okay. I am now showing Jen a QR code. She's scanning it in. Scan. Okay, open it up and you... open. <laughs> okay, so now what you need to do is I think you need to put in your name. Yep. And pick a language. So pretend you speak Spanish. There is no need to pretend. Porque hablo español muy bien. All right. Haces un curso en la escuela, Kim. I don't know what you said. <laughs> Kim es muy tonta. <laughs> don't know what you're saying. I said you were stupid. You're oh, okay. <laughs> So the scenario is, let's say it's a school assembly and I'm at the front of the room and I have parents from my community who speak all different languages and I want them to be able to feel engaged, welcomed, valued, and be able to understand what I'm saying. That's important. So the next thing I'm going to show you once you're in is I'm going to give I'm you a code. So type in this code. D-W-H-Q-G. So imagine I put that QR code and the code way up high on a screen and everybody got in. Okay. If you don't have a QR code reader, you could just type in a website. You do not need to download the app. So now- Because it did give me that option because I do have this app. So that's when I said, are you gonna be mad that I've seen this before? I haven't seen this part of it, but I'll, I've seen another part in the, in right. the app. So I am now going to start this assembly. How? I'm going to click on the microphone on my phone. Welcome to our assembly. I'm so happy that you could be here today. Your eyes are bulging right now. This is a tool that allows me to speak into the phone on my microphone and have it translate into the language of your choice onto your phone. So if you speak French and your neighbor speaks Spanish and your other neighbor speaks Farsi, Farsi, you can have all of those languages appear on your phone so that you can be engaged in the conversation, even if it is your second language. Totally works. So I also have an option here to say, escribe en mensaje, so write a message. So if I wrote to you now and I said like, puedo, oh, <laughs> it's autocorrecting to English, bear with me. So I wrote in Spanish, I said, puedo preguntar un question, and it says, in English, I can ask a question. That's what I said. Isn't that pretty remarkable? That's muy bien. <laughs> so it's just such an inclusive tool yeah, for accessibility. We, it blew my mind. So I really like this from my perspective because we have uh, a student who's just come to my school, ESLA, um, and we don't have many A's. And she speaks a language that many of us, we speak Farsi. A lot of our students speak Farsi and Chinese. Those are predominant languages here. And they, and they come in sometimes and they'll ask from their teacher and they don't know how to ask and they're brand new to the country and they're struggling. So this is definitely a tool that I can use as someone in the school community, yeah. just helping our students on the day-to-day. -day. Yeah. Or if you have someone in your class as they're learning English and they don't understand, this would be a great way. But wait, there's more. I, I think I know where you're taking me in the next part. So... I'm still in this one. Mm -hmm. What I have done in my setup, by the way, I buried the lead. This is called Microsoft Translate. Yay! 
<laughs> That's why I gave you those eyes before that look when you started yeah. on Microsoft. Yeah. Like, this is a Microsoft tool. We're defecting. <laughs> <laughs> so there's another feature in here where I can turn it on so you can actually hear. It will translate with audio. Yes. So it will speak. I've just disabled it because the scenario is you're in an assembly. Right. And you don't want all the sound. And in the app, um, so the first time I saw this at Microsoft back in the spring, I believe, when I when I presented with Bennett, um, Flipgrid. And they I think I'm pretty sure that's where they presented. So I downloaded the app and then I was at my kid's school last year and a woman came in who was I wasn't sure if she was speaking Cantonese or Mandarin and very little English, trying to communicate with the um, secretary about wanting to register her student, her child in kindergarten. And I could tell just by the interaction and what they were pointing to, but they couldn't converse. So I said, may I help for a moment? And Did I you stood use up. this? So in the Microsoft Translate app, on the top, there's a giant microphone. And when you click that giant microphone, it says tap mic to talk. But there's a second option just to the right of it where it has two tiny microphones. And when you click on that, you have two tiny microphones on either side of your phone yeah. so that when I tap to talk. Um, but on her side, it says tap to talk, them, and tap, tap mic to talk. On mine, it says toucher le micro pour parler. So, we're gonna so I'm speaking French <coughs> into my mic. Hey, Jen, thanks for talking with me today. Hey, Jen, merci de parler avec moi aujourd'hui. And now, Jen. Bien sûr, je suis très content pour être ici aujourd'hui avec vous. Of course. I'm very happy to be here today with you. So it's very similar to Google Translate and the back and forth capability. The yeah. difference is logistically, there's two microphones, one mm -hmm. on either side as opposed to just having one on one side. Yeah, and this is exactly what happened. So they had, um, they were trying to tell this woman in the office that she needed a, a permanent residence card or a landed immigrant, and she didn't understand those words. And so I said, try this. And it started, you know, we went into simplified Chinese because that was my guess. And as soon as she said the words landed immigrant card, the woman went, oh, and she pulled it out and she knew right away. So it, it's a fantastic tool for engaging a, our, your community um, when you have non-native English speakers. Yeah, it's a free Microsoft app called Microsoft Translator. It's a green icon with a letter A and a couple of arrows on it. Uh, so I shared this app with George Barsenis. Mm -hmm. He hadn't seen it. He hadn't seen it oh. yet. Um, now, George is a huge proponent of Google Translate. I love what he does with Google Translate. This is a friend of ours from California. Mm -hmm. He does incredible work with students, uh, ELL students, and <coughs> immigrant um, new, population. New, uh, new Americans in his case, yeah. So when I showed him the app, he, yes, I told him, it's very similar to Google Translate, but there are a couple of features like that assembly conversation piece yeah. that's really unique. So he thought that was really powerful, but his criticism, or rather, let's say his feedback, which I thought was really important, Google Translate does this, but this app does not. It doesn't have the root language. So this has Spanish, but what Google Translate has is like Spanish from Mexico, Spanish right. from... Yeah, Catalan. Uh, well, even in, in Spain, if you go around, there's different right. regions that is totally so different So it has Spanish. different dialects. Right of that language as opposed to just lumping them all together as one. And he said that makes a big difference. If you are an immigrant, you need to hear the language the way that you know it. Got it. To be confident. So it's just successful. not there yet. It's not there yet. So that was good feedback. 
However, he did he did really like the uh, that tool, the conversation tool, the join the conversation tool. Yeah, I, I really like that because they don't need to download an app. Yeah. yeah. I didn't test it. Uh, I'll test it later because I don't want to do it now. But because it gives you a website as well, I want to see if you don't have to do it on your phone. If, if you can type the website in and do it on your computer. We're testing it right now. So www.translate.it. Hi, are you seeing this on your computer? Yes, you are. So now I'm going to level up a little bit. You have a large group of parents who speak the same language. Why not have another monitor? And instead of them all having this, have your whatever you're projecting yourself yeah. and then a side area with an, a secondary screen that sure. they could be reading in their own language as well. And go. Now that might be a lot of ping pong sort of tennis back and forth with the heads. But another option. Totally. Great share, Kim. Thanks. Very inclusive. Thanks. So... I just saw this and I, I added it at the last minute because I was like, I, I want to get it before other people start talking about it because I think it will kind of go crazy, perhaps. Um, John Sawash, is that how you say John's last name? Do you know who I'm talking about? No. Um, he's like the Chromebook guy. Um, he does tons on, on Chromebook. I'll, I'll put a link to his, um, his Twitter and then you can go from there. You can do so much learning. He's like the guru of Chromebooks. There, apparently, if you have your Chromebooks updated to version 78, and I didn't actually have time to grab a Chromebook today and look, there's a new feature called virtual desks. Have you seen this? Maybe not. So if you use the switcher key, which is on the Chromebook, it's the square with the two uh, vertical lines beside it. Yeah. You can push that and you can add up to four desktop areas, much like on, on our Mac. Mac much like that but now on the chromebooks oh so wait a minute okay go on so i could have one desktop for one thing so i'm thinking I, I thought in terms of a secondary school student who might only have a chromebook desktop one is period one desktop two is period two and whatever they have going on so it makes different spaces and if you have a mac you may know about this i think i think they're called spaces or windows i feel like they changed it um these if, yeah desktops you, desk are they are they? Is that what they're called desktop in the settings? Yeah, I know, but I oh, feel like they're called some. Anyway, if you have a Mac, if you take three fingers on your keypad and, and go up, it'll actually show you all the windows you have open. But then if you go three fingers and left or right, it will show you other desktop spaces and you have a plus sign up in the top corner. Um, this seemingly works, and I haven't tried it out, I, but I, I saw it in three places. So, you know, me and the universe and three things. Um, I was like, I got to talk about this on the episode. So, yeah, you can add up to four uh desktop so you can create a, a desk for each of your preps if you're a teacher you can have private information on one desk and classroom material on another so let's say you had um, student information you could put that on one so whatever you're projecting wouldn't accidentally go up on yep. your screens can i ask a question it says use one desk for personal accounts and another for school accounts. that was my question it says that but i'm like how can you be logged into a chromebook with two separate accounts that's my question so i don't want to log in and out of an app because i know you can do that on a chromebook but we don't do that we stick no. to one account my question was on a mac in your different desktops i have like four different chrome accounts yeah. running simultaneously yeah. on different desktops that was my question can that work on a chromebook he has created this thing that says use one desktop for personal accounts and another for school so i do not know but i certainly think it's i'm worth thinking pros and cons of that though the whole big pro of a Chromebook for privacy is that you don't cross contaminate, don't cross -contaminate and you can't have multiple accounts and yeah. that's something we're going to have to look into. Yeah. So we'll, we'll explore a little bit, explore yourselves. If you have a Chrome 78 or newer, I worry, I don't know if there's any newer Chrome 172. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, 
So, but check it out. It's they're called virtual desks for Chrome. It allows you to have different spaces if you're like that. And I do like things in different spaces. If I have too much open, Me I too. get crazy. That's why we like Toby Mini. We talked about this one last year. The only reason I'm bringing it up now is because it's working and it's great. Live captions in Google Meet are here. Yay! And they work. Yay! So when you are, this is accessibility. Lots of accessibility today. We're making things accessible. Title? Oh, I really wanted to work Justin Bieber in there. Baby. Baby. <laughs> Comma. Baby. Baby. <laughs> yes. Got it. Uh, yeah, it's working and you can use it. So if you are in a Google Meet and you want to see the words that are being spoken, live captions are working. Now, you brought up a good point. You don't only need to do it for that. I had a teacher who is hard of hearing come and ask me about uh, some Google training and the new Google uh, introduction to Google education training yeah, videos that which came I out, which I get to and I love them. They are not captioned as I put in a chat room, which I could not believe. Um, I've since reached out to some people who have Google connections and uh, thank you, Kat Crawford in Texas. Uh, she is was part of WDC 17 with me and she reached out to them and said, what is going on? And they said, yeah, that's totally unacceptable. We're gonna get that fixed, but they don't have them on YouTube where I can normally turn on auto-generated captions because some schools block YouTube. So they didn't want oh. people to not be able to access them, which I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, at any rate, you suggested that for those, why not turn on a Google Meet? A Google Meet so it would create the captions for us for things that weren't captioned. And I thought that was a clever little way to use the tool Thank for you. some app smashing. Thank you. Okay. You got one more. I have a big accessibility tool that I just heard of, courtesy of, I Richard, have heard of, this. of Richard Byrne. Have you ever used it? Uh, no, and the, we, we heard of this last year. You were in the room, or maybe you were not in the room. When we were doing all of our AODA training. Yes. And we were talking about how we needed... I went to the first AODA. I think you went to the second. Oh, That's probably we talked why. about Grackle Docs. I even put it on Twitter. Somebody on Twitter yeah. recommended Grackle Docs to me. Okay, well, here's Grackle Docs. You're looking at Grackle Docs. It is uh, an extension for Chrome or an add-on in Docs or elsewhere. If you go to Grackle... And there's a bunch of products. The one that I would like to dive into, though, is called Grackle Docs. Like I said, it's an add-on for Google Docs. So I open a Google Doc, and I go, I've downloaded it, so I've added it. I go to my add-ons, and I go to Grackle Docs, and I say launch it. And it opens a sidebar for me, and it scans my entire document and tells me how accessible it is based on, I think it's 22 different checkpoints. Yep, yeah, I was right, 22. So it tells me like, oh, a document title is required and I have a title up here, but it's, but not, it's not a title. title. It's actually just bigger font and bolded. I haven't gone to the menu where I can drop down and say title. It's still normal text. Yeah. And when you're working with screen readers, this is one thing that they really look for is they look for that segment of text to help read it too. Cause they'd say title this instead of just regular text. We use our eyes to be able to tell, oh, this is a title because it's bigger and bolder. But for someone with a vision impairment, they can't. It's also a reason that the big thing that I teach people is whenever you have a hyperlink in a document, don't put click here and link to here. Yeah, it's a big lesson we've learned through our AODA training. AODA. Work it into the context of the sentence. So for those of you who do not know what AODA is, it's um, the Ontario... Ontario. No, 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 no. The Accessibility for, for Ontarians with, with Disabilities, Disabilities Act. So it's making sure that everything is accessible uh, for all those who live in Ontario. But the one thing you don't just put here, what you should put is whatever the link is too, so that if I'm a screen reader and I'm reading, because there is an option apparently in screen readers to say, just read the hyperlinks. So if all you have is hyperlink to here, hyperlink to here, they're not going to know versus hyperlink to 
useful links document, hyperlink to about me survey, hyperlink to. So what I tell people is say that link to and then read what you've linked and if it makes sense to where they're going then you've done it properly it's about the context yeah so this shows me that i've passed 18 of 22 checks so i would then be able to go back and see which four i didn't to make my um, document more accessible and then once you then you can keep running it as you correct things and then finally you can export to pdf when you have it and they have it not only for um for docs but also for sheets and slides now i haven't checked sheets and slides but if it works like this, it's it's pretty phenomenal. So this was recommended and we did bring this up last year, Grackle mm -hmm. Docs. It is really useful and, and I think the issue for us, particularly in Ontario, is it doesn't meet the standards of AODA. However, if you aren't trying to meet the AODA standards from wherever you are, this is a really good solution. It is. Yeah, it's not perfect, but it's a step in the right Huge direction. Huge step in the right direction. That's it. That's all we got. Baby. 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 Baby, baby, oh. Oh my God, the CRTC is going to be so, so happy with our Canadian content today. <laughs> Bye, Kim. Bye. <laughs> That's it for this week. If you like what you heard, please subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you think others might enjoy some of this learning, please give us a rating. Show notes for this and all episodes can be found at shooksandgif.com. That's S-H-U-K-E-S-A-N-D-G-I-F-F dot com. As always, we would love to hear your ahas on the Anchor app. On our website, on the embedded Flipgrid. Or by tweeting at us, sending us an email. Or talking to us in real life. I'm Kim Polishuk, and I can be found on Twitter at Kim Polishuk. And I'm Jen Giffen, and I can be found at Virtual Gif with two Fs. Thanks for listening to Shooks and Gif. And as always, have an aha, give it a go. Shooks and Gif is a proud member of Voice Ed Radio. Your voice is right here. For more great content, go to voiced.ca. <laughs> you can bring your wife. I just I think it'd be amazing if I met Bieber. Okay. Um, imagine Justin Bieber showed up in my school. I have this like weirdo like thing for Justin Bieber. Like, not I don't love him or anything. I just anyway, there's your uptake. <laughs> I'm now going to start this assembly. How? I'm going to click on the microphone on my phone. Microphone checka 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 microphone checka. What? I'm a rap star. <laughs> G R A C K L E docs. Wait, what is? There's. I have a vision in my head of cartoons from when we were the kids. Fraggles. Fraggles. Thank Fraggle you. Fraggle Rock. Rock. Thank you. Go on.